Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Now I want to talk a bit about the things that I have read about in this uh, week's Doctor Who magazine, which uh, as a sort of a, a preview for the episode, which will be on Monday morning, um, the 24th, um, the 23rd, if you're in England, obviously. And uh, and it's, it's the BBC Centenary Special. So apparently what Chris Chibnall has said was, the story that this is going to be had always been his intention for this to be the finale, um, for it to be the finale of his work on the show and also uh, Jodie Whittaker's finale as playing the Doctor. Um, but the when they were asked by the BBC to do a centenary special, what he realised was he could make this a 90-minute one Um and then made the legend of the sea devils was the bonus episode that they got to make. Um, and, you know, having watched that, it does feel in some ways like a last minute thought. Um, oh, also, like in the one thing I learned reading the interview with him was that, or maybe it was in his production notes, but that. The Eve of the Daleks, which I really enjoyed, but, you know, the production schedule was catching up to them um, and he had to come up with a story where everything took place in one set, essentially, um, and had to have a minimum of guest cast. And so that's why it kind of has that kind of vibe. Um and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because I really enjoyed that one, like with them getting killed by the Daleks 87 times. Uh, and it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Like that the having those kind of restrictions sometimes can make things more creative. Like, you know, some of my favorite um, 
ye oldie Doctor Who episodes. Ye oldie, like they're from the 15th century now. Um, classic episodes are ones where it's like, okay, how can we make this as cheap as possible um, with no outside filming? Um, and you know, apart from maybe some effects shots. Like, you know, I really love the Robots of Death and I think that's only got like two sets in it. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, the, the, the other thing I found interesting was reading about the production and, you know, the flux being only six episodes was upsetting for a lot of people. You know, we're all like, why, why is it only six? Um, but the there was an interview with Jodie Whittaker where she's talking about how much, you know, of her life she's kind of given over to doing Doctor Who. So the first two seasons she did were, you know, they were both, were they both 10 episodes? Um, they were filmed over at the space of nine months each. Um, but because of all the COVID protocols, it took them a year to film the flux season. Um, and as Chris Chibnall said, and then they caught up to themselves with the uh, Eve of the Daleks episode. Um, and then they did the the Sea Devils one and then filmed the finale. Um, so, yeah, that's like an entire year to make fewer episodes than they had made in the past two seasons. So it just shows you that like uh, filming under COVID conditions is, it's just time consuming. It's exhausting. Um, Like I know when we did like, I did uh, celebrity letters and numbers. Um, And yeah, there was just a lot of like kind of double handling. Like, oh, you can't go in there while those people are there. No one can go in there while these people are in there. Like you can't have more than two people in the makeup room or like all this kind of stuff. Um, Whereas before, you could just wander into places and just do stuff. Um, but, yeah, COVID protocols make things take forever. Um, also interesting that uh, reading about Yaz's arc in the finale, um, apparently it's, you know, it's quite a big deal. Like um, she was talking about it being quite emotional and that it's kind of the culmination of her story. Another thing I found interesting was the in- interview uh, with Mandip Gill where she said she had been playing Yaz as being infatuated with the doctor. Um, so after she said it was after the dialogue of her mum asking if the doctor was her girlfriend, she decided, oh, what if, you know, Yaz did want this to be her girlfriend? Um, so, yeah, I found that really interesting. So, you know, even though it's not clearly in the script about um, Thasman, like she was very much playing it as if it was happening. So I thought that was a really interesting uh, thing to read that, you know, because I'd kind of presumed that it was there because, you know, there were just times where she does, you know, look at the Doctor like it's more than just you're my best mate and I'm travelling throughout a space with you. Um, so, yeah, I thought I thought that was interesting to read that, that she... And she would ask the directors, she'd be, she'd be like, um, do you mind if I play this scene with 
me looking at the doctor like this and they're like oh yeah yeah have a go at it and then they were like oh yeah that really works we'll, we'll keep that in um so yeah that even though that was kind of you know she said she thought it was sort of hinted at in the scripts but not really brought out and you know chris Chibnall had said it had never been sort of a thing that was going on but it became quite a big thing online um so he decided to play up to it but yeah i think that's that's interesting that all along um mandit gill has been playing it as if she's infatuated with the doctor i mean it certainly explains that obsessive behavior when she's got the post-it notes everywhere when the doctor was in prison um <laughs> for decades uh so i mean not that it was decades for yes it was only like a few months um and she was in the the other TARDIS doctor house. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, I, I found that fascinating. Um, so I'm also excited at, you know, the, I remember they said that Bradley Walsh would be back for the, the centenary special, but then there's been no real mention of him. So I'm like, is he actually back? Maybe they filmed a scene and decided to cut it out. Um, by the way, it has screened for, people in the uk so there are no doubt spoilers online i'm trying to avoid them i don't know how you guys are going um but yeah i'm trying desperately not to know anything um even though here i am talking about stuff that i've read in doctor who magazine but the magazine equally is has been you know there's nothing really about it even though uh they've all clearly seen it Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. It's, it's kind of a weird time in being a Doctor Who fan, this sort of, uh, you know, crossing over from one to the other, like being, you know, it's like, I, I read that story out months ago, maybe years ago now, I don't even know how long ago it was, um, where there's sort of part of you is in mourning and part of you is excited about something new. It's like... You know, it's like <laughs> it's like starting a new relationship while you're in the middle of breaking up with someone. Um, it's a it's a weird sensation, um, and also now we're going to be dating our ex for a little while. Um, <laughs> when David Tennant comes back, um, but yeah, I mean, oh, that's another thing. Like watching. So we've watched the first episode of The Two Doctors and it's largely underwhelming. And I'm terrified about that happening. I'm terrified about being so excited about Russell T. Davis coming back and David Tennant and Catherine Tate and Bernard Cribbins, um, oh, even Jacqueline King. I'm, you know, always excited about the mums coming back. Um I'm excited about all them coming back, but what if it's disappointing, you know? What if I don't love it um, the way I didn't love The Two Doctors? Because I was really excited about that when it came on because I'd never really seen much of Patrick Troughton because they didn't repeat them because they were black and white and then they all got, you know, <laughs> deleted. They all got taped over. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of... I'm. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm nervous. And it could be a year before I see it. Who knows? Maybe I'll have changed my feelings. Um, All right. The next time I talk to you will be immediately after the episode goes to air. Um, 
it's going to be some excitement. Uh, so it will be very early Monday morning um, or maybe later than usual, depending how late the episode runs. I mean, it's 90 minutes um, and then we'll talk about it all that all week. So please hit me with your thoughts and theories as soon as you've watched it. I want to know how you feel about it, uh, what you thought about the ending. Chris Chibnall said he the final lines that are spoken in the episode he has had in his head since he started writing uh, this series. Um, and, you know, Jodie Whittaker apparently is amazing, uh, as always. Um, but I'm excited. I'm very excited. So, all right, I'll see you after the new episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.